Welcome to the Taco Brothers Podcast. We're two brothers from another mother come together to talk about what's going on in urban pop culture, sports, music, health, and real issues that face our community. All straight with no chaser and a splash of comedy. Are y'all ready to get this started? Here's your host, Go D and Smash. What's happening, everybody? It's your boy, Go D. Your boy Smash coming at you. And welcome to the fourth episode of the Talker Brothers Podcast. What's going on, Smash? How your week went? Oh, uh, the week was all right, man. Uh, it went by pretty fast. Seemed long at first, but it went by pretty fast. Enjoying this weather out here, though. Oh, yeah? The temperature changing for y'all? For the better? Yeah, it's supposed to be 60 today, so that's that's definitely great right there. Snow melting and it's all good. Oh, man, we got a, a balmy 75-plus degree weather down in Houston, so... <laughs> Oh. We we are we almost there to that summertime weather. Oh yeah, I'm, I can't wait to the summertime weather. And man, I'm I'm just ready to get outside. I've been in this house too long now. So. Got that cabin fever, huh? Exactly. <laughs> Wife looking at you crazy. The kids looking at you crazy. We need to get away from each other for a minute. Yeah, just go outside and do whatever. I'm I'm trying to grill every every day if I can. Shoot. Yeah, I just grilled yesterday, man. I had to grill two slabs of rib just to be. I'm like you, man. Even though the weather's good down here, it's just to be outside to do some outdoor activities. Yeah, that's what. Uh, as soon as we finish this uh this podcast, I'm gonna go out there and fire it up myself, man. Just to. Be outside chilling. Oh, that's right. Man, we got a good show on hand today, man. We're going to talk about NBA playoffs. We're going to talk about the new J. Cole album that just dropped, KOD. We're going to talk about the Pulitzer Prize that Kendrick Lamar won, man, which is definitely big ups to, to the culture for sure. Most definitely. Where you want to start at? Let me know. Oh, we might as well go ahead and start with Kendrick, man, see what's going on there. All right, we'll get into that. For music, the prize is awarded to Damn by Kendrick Lamar. Damn will be the idea of I can't change the world until I change myself, you know. So when you listen to records like Pride, Humble, Lust, Love, these are all just human emotions. And me looking in the mirror and coming to grips with it. Grips with it. So we're going to jump right on into this thing. So give me your thoughts. Uh, to me, it was a surprise, man. Like I said, um, uh, the music category for the Pulitzer Prize anyway. So that was something new to me. But then secondly, just being a rap album, I was like, wow. It was just shocking. And uh, I listened to them and I liked it, but I didn't know that it was uh, a prize winning album. I knew it was a good album and I know it won a, the music awards. But as far as being the Pulitzer, I'm still trying to learn on how you win a Pulitzer Prize for the music. So that's what still got, has me a little, uh, I don't know, I don't know the word for it, but has me a little unsure about how how it all works. <laughs> what about yourself, man? At first, I was surprised more than happy or excited. It took me a moment to get excited about it because he's a calculated type person. He doesn't do anything from the seat of his pants. He's always doing stuff planned out. So listening to interviews and different things like that, talking to my partner, Chris, he was the first person I called. Shouts out to Chris. I was kind of like, why would he even win it? It's a rap album. It's not that impactful. But then I go back and listen to the music, listen to interviews about Damn, about Mad City, about about Pimple Butterfly, and it kind of made sense, man. It was one interview I listened to, and he had it already planned. He's like, he's playing chess. He was already planning to Pimple Butterfly, and that was more of a social issues and reflecting on a, a black culture. And then to turn around and do damn, it reflected more on his issues as, as a person, trying to better himself as a person so that he could continue to 
to, to move forward with the things that he's trying to do to help, you know, help us in the culture. Listen to that, it, it made sense. Once you think about the songs that he put out and reflect on himself and look at himself in the mirror and understand if I can understand myself better, then I can move forward within my music to be able to help others uh, moving forward as well. Yeah, I, I agree with you on on that on your point too. But I was looking at it and reading and trying. Like I said, I was doing the studying part because I'm still like trying to figure out how he wanted. And I'm I'm happy for him, so I don't want nobody to think I'm hating. But what I I kind of read of it, it said it the album Damn talks about the complexity of the modern African American life, and I can agree with that for the most part. But then I'm looking at it. Was is it representing all African American? or is it just representing what Kendrick is going through right now? You know what I'm saying? So that's how, like I said, I'm, I'm still confused about it. I'm, I'm happy for my brother, don't get me wrong, but I'm just confused about how it came about, man. Just listen to the music. I don't think it relates to other than us. You understand what I'm saying? I, yeah. I think it, it was, I think the music is what, what takes people in from other cultures. It takes them in because it's music, you know, but like he said, he, he wants his music to be able to be a, a snapshot or a picture. If somebody listens to this album 20 years from now, they want to understand what happened in that era. It was such a, a good piece of art that they had to recognize it. And not only that, man, this is a 100-plus-year-old award, and for them to finally break the chains and not be like classical music or jazz to where they allow another genre to be able to win this award. Now, mind you, this is groundbreaking. We're not talking about rock. You know what I'm saying? We're not talking about any other genre. We're talking about hip-hop. Right. You know, so for us to be able to think about how young hip-hop is versus every other genre, that's just a natural step, and that just tells you how impactful the rap spoken word is to the culture. I mean, to people in general. For that prestigious award to be given to a rap album out the blue, it's just kudos to him. Yeah, definitely. I mean, damn one what was I think it was the best album in 2017. So yeah. I understand uh what he you know, what he was doing with the album. And like I said, like he's just he's probably one of maybe five rappers today that actually has a message in their songs rather than just being something hip and popular for uh everybody just to bounce to like the new age rap if you want to say but uh yeah i i mean i'm glad he got it I, I hope this makes it where other rappers now will come and put forth more of a message now because they see that they can win a pulitzer prize i mean he's the first rapper ever to get this so that's just phenomenal in itself and and you know it's rappers before him that had some good things to say as well but oh yeah definitely. i mean for him to pull this off is amazing yeah. to me like i said i'm i'm actually amazed at this so i'm trying to figure out what i can do to get a pulitzer prize that's what really got me because i, I think about the different music that was in 2017 this has been a a, a real tumultuous time for us as blacks because of the you know the violence and, and everything that's being captured on tape you know, so people like like T.I. coming out with his album, Joey Badass coming out with his album, all those albums were reflecting what was going on in the culture for us. And for Kendrick, that music has put so much light on it. And because Kendrick is like the biggest artist out now, that that was just that was just the icing on the cake, I think. And I'm more to show he would say it itself. This award is just not for me. It's for everybody that's taking the reins and trying to shed light on this subject that's trying to make do better for us as a culture to shed light on this and, and give us something positive to, to reflect on 
to listen because you know music is very powerful man and especially in our black community a lot of things people uh kids learn is through music a lot of things that they take their tendencies are learned through music so for him to be able to, to give off a positive image and give you some music that where you have to think that alone is deserving of, of that Pulitzer. oh yeah it's definitely deserving i'm i'm not discounting that at all like i said he he just woke me up and just made me start looking more in depth in the pulitzer prize on how people can win and, and like i said i don't know if if other rappers like me i'm not a rapper but i'm just saying if the rappers started thinking like me if they's gonna look at like how can i compose an album like Kendrick Lamar, Lamar to even try to compete for Pulitzer Prize. I don't think it's ever going to happen again within, I'd say, within the next 10 to 20 years. I don't see it happening. So you so you think it's more like, okay, like Obama becoming president. Here's your, your token and moving forward, we won't do it again. You think that's really going to happen? I don't think it's going to happen like that. I just think that a lot of the people out that are the current rappers don't really have anything to say. You know what I mean? Like, they're not, a lot of rappers are scared to talk about a social issue. You only have a couple of rappers that uh, will touch the actual social issues that are going on in the world today. The other ones, you know, they'll support it by giving money to it or acting in a, one protest or two, but their album tends to go back to the trap or selling dope or glorifying all the money and stuff. They don't have the message like Kendrick put, put out in damn. But at the same time, you got to think about it. For everything good, there's, there's always going to be something that's bad or something that's just not content worthy or something that you just care not to listen to. New Orleans got bounce music. You got trap music in Atlanta. You got gangster rapping in, on the West Coast. So you, you have those different aspects, but it's good to see people like Kendrick Lamar, Common, Most Def, J. Cole, those type of rappers that are, are conscious of what's going on. That gives us a chance to have something else content-wise to listen to. And it just gives us, you know, just like a meal, you know, either I want chicken, I want fish. You get to pick what yeah. you want. And I, and I think that alone shows how diverse rap can go. But So in your opinion, do you think within the next 10 to 20 years, another rapper will get a Pulitzer Prize? Based off of even the one rappers that you just named, the couple of rappers you named with the T.I. comment, because I would have, if anybody would ask me if they would have gave this category, I would have said the one that would, might be the closest would be Common. The door has to open some kind of way, and Kendrick Lamar was the person that knocked. You have to submit yourself to be able to win. I, mean, I would have to know the story behind it, how this even came about, who submitted it, and who put that piece of work up for the honor. You know, so I think it'll happen again. So I think if people keep submitting the work if it's good it'll happen again i don't think this is nothing where it's it'll cause a major uproar throughout the different cultures across america okay well you know like i said big ups to kendrick man i'm i'm happy for you you giving me and something to strive for i mean i wanted to pull a surprise in writing i want one but you know what i mean but to get it in rap which is still writing is a good thing so big ups to kendrick lamar and yeah. he did mention something while we were talking. He mentioned about J. Cole. Do you want to discuss his album? Or did you have something to touch on on Kendrick real quick? At the end of the day, I just want to say, you know, congratulations. And it's just another first for us. And it's it's a good thing, but we should be past first by now. You know what I'm saying? I'm 40 years old and we still hearing first. First, first, this, first, that, first, this. And I think we should be past that by now. But yeah, let's jump into this, this J. Cole album, man. 
give me your perspective on it. I don't think you are where I am as far as the album goes. Yeah, I, I don't think I'm I'm nowhere near where you are. Well, when when you hit me up, you said you had listened to it three times, and you were like, "This is this is good. It's, it's teaching and all this stuff." And then somebody at work had asked me if I listened to J Cole, and I was still in the process of listening to it. And same way, he he said it was phenomenal. He he said just like you, he had listened to it three times. That just triggered something in my head. I was like, do I have to listen to this three times? Because the initial listen, I was like, man, I ain't feeling this. I was listening through it through my day, and he just made me feel sad. Like I'm like the beats were just <laughs> like melancholy. They, they were just low and like I mean like yeah. I don't smoke, but I was like it made me feel like I want to smoke some weed or something and just mellow out, man. I was just like ah, but then around the third time, I started listening to it and probably in a better uh, state because I was more chill, not really at work, so I could just sit at home and listen to it. Right. And I, I did hear, um, I heard this message to uh, youngsters and other people out there. But through it all, man, I think I only really have like, what I, I think it's three or four songs that I, I really like on there. Kevin's Heart too, because I was like, when I saw the original title, I was like, is he talking about Kevin Hart? And then I listened to the song, then I listened to it again, then I listened to it again, and I was like, yeah, he talking about Kevin Hart. So. I actually like that. I'm ready to see what what's gonna be the blowback if Kevin Hart is gonna respond. Not blowback, but just see how he responds. I don't think it was really a shot at Kevin Hart. I think it was more of a shot at the situation because he's a famous artist. That there's more opportunities for him to cheat because it was no, it wasn't any slights about it. It was just more of of the situation versus him in particular. Oh yeah, and to me that that tells um, the story that leads into my next song or it might be like reverse actually because i like photograph and photograph kind of tells how you can end up in kevin hart's you know the song kevin hart because you you liking those photographs on instagram and then when you actually go out on the road or go away from home those type of instagram models are in your face so what are you gonna do then you've been liking it virtually but now it's in your face you can you can actually attain it so I think that's why I like those songs because to me that that was like a I don't know it's like a photograph was the first part but then Kevin's heart was like the ending of the story it's like photograph started and Kevin Hart ended they like a two-part song to me you gotta think about what the album stands for you know KOD stands for kids on drugs king overdose uh, kill our demons. For me, it's like he was like toying with people. He's making mockery of trap music and how there's no substance in the music. I think I related to more like to 444. It was more of an yeah. album trying to teach you something, but at the same time, it's something to jam. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, he's rapping and he's always gonna send a message, but he was kind of doing it in that, um, that trap format. The way they rap. Yeah. Yeah, and I was just like, ah, I'm not really feeling that because that ain't J. Cole, you know. And I know everybody kind of switching up to that. But um, I mean, overall, the album was good. And I, I've still been listening to it and stuff. So it's like, you to me, it seems like with this album, you have to continuously listen to it. It ain't just one of them ones that you hear once or twice and it's a banger. I got to go back. And maybe that maybe that's the problem for me because I done got into this new age music that I'm, I'm just listening for beats. And now I got somebody actually saying some lyrical content I'm missing the message. I got to go back. That, but that's what's so good about it because, again, this is his second time around where he just dropped the album out the blue. He came out a, a week or so and said, hey, guys, look out for a new album on 420. And with J. Cole, you don't know what to expect from him. You don't know what you're going to get. When he dropped the album, I knew it was going to be 
it was going to be very insightful and it was going to have uh, messages in it but I didn't think it would be to the point where he was just looking at the culture from his eyes and trying to talk mm -hmm. to people about what he sees that's going on in rap today. It really ties into what Kendrick Lamar is doing as well. It's trying to preserve the culture. You know, you can use the culture for what you want to use it for, but don't let the culture use you with the drug addiction, with the violence. Uh, what are you going to have 10 years from now? What are you going to have 20 years from now? Will you have enough money after your success? Oh, yeah. No, and, that, and that's why I like it, because that's, that's what I see so much today. Like, everybody like, like, and... Like, you know, they'll see a beautiful, attractive girl and just be like, oh, man, I love her. That's wifey material. And you haven't even talked to this person. I mean, this person might be cute to be, but dumb as a bag of rocks, you know? So right, it's like, right. get to know the person first. So I, I agree with what you're saying. Like, I, and his message was out there. Like I said, it just took me a couple of times. And, and I think just based off of how it took me, based off talking to you, and then talking to the other people, I think it takes three times, to, at least three times to listen to get the messages that he's trying. I mean, you might get it on the first part, but I think it takes three times for you to fully uh, understand what J. Cole is coming at. Yeah, you described it good. You described it from his eyes, and I, I, I like that. That was a good description on how you do it, and I can I can better probably tell people that when I go forward and talk about it. He has that little part where he's telling kids to meditate, not to medicate. Telling them mm. there's better ways to cope with your stresses. It's not always about popping pills and drinking because at the end of the day, you're going to drink and pop that pill. And as soon as that euphoria wears off, you're back in the same place again. And you hadn't even accomplished anything. It may just be music. But to me, when I listen to J. Cole, when I listen to Kendrick Lamar, when I listen to Common, when I listen to Most Def, when I listen to Talib Kweli, when I listen to those type of artists, it takes you three or four or five times to catch it. Because the first time I listened to it, I really ran through it just to hear the music just to hear how sonically the music and his lyrics were cohesive. Then the second time I'm listening to right. it to get some of the messages. And like you, I couldn't wait to get up that morning, drop it in the car. And I drive, you know, it takes me 45 minutes to an hour to drive to work. So the album is only 45 minutes. So I got to listen to it from front to back in the car. You can crank it up loud. <laughs> and I got to really listen to it and I'm just thinking mentally I said okay I can't wait to get to my desk so I can write some notes down for the show of what I thought about it. When you get a piece of material like that that where like you said like we saying you gotta listen to it to three four or five times not just to enjoy it but just to dissect it and, and get the message that he's trying to portray through it and a lot of people I read online it was like they want to hear J. Cole, like he's on his soapbox. But to me, he's not really on the soapbox. We have to have awareness for what's going on. The culture right now is definitely a drug culture. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, because like like you said, they they doing drugs. And, I mean, the kids today, that's just seem to be the biggest thing. Like the stuff that they do with drugs, I would have never thought about doing that at their age that they are now. I mean, that, to me, like that's some dumb adult stuff. I mean, the drugs that they be using, the mollies and just doing it to have fun yeah but that's just the culture right now which is is bad you have to be sit back listening to what he's saying it, it's no more about the because you know nowadays every every music got a beat like you don't even care what they saying now because the beat just be on point but he had a message to tell and, and I, I like that 
Yeah, he I took it back. Like, yeah, the produ- I like the production, man. I, I think it was fitting. I don't think the beats were complex like the damn album was. I think that that production was more complex than this album. But mm. for what he was using it for, it was a cohesive project, you know. So it was you got your hard hitting beats, you got your mellow beats, and if you ever listen, if you're a J Cole fan, you know you're not going to get turn it up in the club type right. of beat. You're going to get something that's that's going to be a head now. When you listen to Nas. You're not listening to Nas to run into the DJ booth in the club and say, hey, throw a Nas song on. Nah, but it has nah. its place, but it's, it jam, you know. It's, it's one of them yeah. albums that you want to sit down and just bob your head to and, and just vibe out, you know, relax and listen to the message. Right now, for what's out right now for 2018, I, I've moved that one to the number one spot for me. And we'll get to that in one of these episodes of where we are in 2018 on music. But right now... That album has propelled itself to the number one spot. Like I can say it sonically and lyrically, it's just a cohesive project all the way through. When I first look at the track list, dang, J. Cole give me a short album again. But then once you listen to it, if he added any songs into that album, it would just probably be more filler versus how it went through from track to track to track delivering that message and for him to end it for him to, to close out the album and letting everybody know hey i'm one of the dope mcs in this game and don't get it twisted if you want to step up <laughs> i will put a verse down and squash this beef real quick and that's hip-hop you know that's when you think about the culture you think about music you have to have that for him to step out and say i'm here respond i'm waiting for you to respond because that's what we want and me i'm invigorated by the rap beef long as it stays on wax i don't want to see none of that stuff fall outside of the booth it's healthy for the culture you know so i'm glad i'm waiting oh, yeah. to see what young cat out here that's that's gonna get the nerve to try to test his muscle honestly i'm still on j cole's for your eyes only one of my favorite songs is folding clothes i want to fold clothes with you I, I just like that but um i i mean i feel what you're saying and uh, i just got one question to add we don't have to go too in depth into it but it might be for another episode. You said that that's the number one album of 2018 for you right now. Right now. But what would that be compared to? What's What would you even compare? What would be a number two album for you? J. Cole would probably be my number one. Nipsey Hussle, uh, Victory Lap Prime with Royce the 5'9 and Primo. I like that Rarity, that Earth Gang, Logic and Bobby Tarantino part two. Those type of albums right there, that's probably where I'm at as far as hip-hop. Now, don't get me wrong. There is a lot of other albums out there, like Cardi B's out there. And I like the album, but for what I would consider a top album for me, that wouldn't make the list. But it has its place, you know? So if I'm thinking about my top album that's going to get the club jumping and and the party started, then that's a whole different list. And see, and that's why I asked you, because for those of, of you that don't know, uh, Go D is my plug for music. You know, people got their plug for the J's. He's my plug for music. He tells me, Thank hey, you. you need to hear this. You need Thank to do you. this. And, and I'll be like, all right, let Thank me go you. do it. And he'd be like, all right. Or he'll send me something and just listen to it. So that's my plug. <laughs> so I, I trust I trust you. I trust your uh, comments and everything. But so. you know, when it comes to music, it's always something different. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's going to be a song. It's going to be something. But for J. Cole, for what we're talking about today, the body of work. And you know, I'm I'm always preaching the same thing over and over again. It has to be sonically and it has to be lyrically cohesive. And if it's not sonically and lyrically cohesive, then it's really not a good album for me. You know, it may have a, you know, like a lot of this trap music sonically is dope, but lyrically it has it holds no bearing. So for me, it, it takes a step way back from what I'm putting as 
my top albums for 2018. Okay, so I'm, I'm agree with you, and we we so we can agree to say right now of stuff that's out right now of 2018, J Cole is the Talker Brothers number one album right now. Right now, I'm glad I convinced you over the last two days that this is definitely one of the dopest albums of the year. <laughs> I like that. I like that. So this is coming to the end of the show. Any closing words? Just everybody, like like we always say, stay positive, man. It's easy to be negative, but it takes a lot of work to be positive, so be positive. Definitely, definitely. Check us out, man. Send us a like on Facebook, on the gram. Uh, send us messages if you, if you want us to, to talk about something. And you like Smash say, man, be positive. Stay positive, man. It's easy to be negative, but it takes work to be positive. And we want to reflect all things positive on the Talking Brothers podcast. So with that being said, much love, and we out. Stride and a dip in your hip and come on to the mothership. Loose boot, doing the fuck. Hustle on over here. Sunglasses here so I can see what I'm doing.